You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvests of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number 1, for the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. The following is paid programming. The views do not represent that of JVC Broadcasting, its staff, or management. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never let a cigar that way. You use a wooden match. Preserves the flavor, you see. Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Boynton Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with my gang this morning, Adam K., the Brewmeister. Ahoy, ahoy. And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How's your uh, weekend starting off? 
So far, so good. <laughs> raining. <laughs> raining. I'm not, I'm not hungover, so I got that going for me. Well, how often are you hungover? Uh, rarely. Yeah. <laughs> what a comment. I don't know. It seemed like, uh, what Listen, you I'm not hungover, so that's hey. good. Yes. High five to you. Uh, you High know what? five. I was drinking, I, instead of drinking red wine last night, I drank IPAs, which I really like, because I only needed to drink two or three of them, mm-hmm. and then I was good, and then I, I wake up this morning, and I'm perfectly fine. So you're reconfirming my long-time comment that you're a lightweight. No, IPAs will knock you on your butt. I think it well, really only takes three of them. <laughs> Standard IPA is only four and a half to five percent alcohol by volume. If you were drinking a double IPA, then that would be ten percent to nine percent, which would then be if you drank two of them, you especially would really have something going on. Yeah, no, then it wasn't that. But no, I I started my vacation yesterday. My holiday. You started your what? My vacation, my weekend yesterday. I was down in Miami with my mother doing wedding stuff. Who's getting married? Me. Oh. Oh, wait, you forgot? It's not like we don't hear about it every other second of every other day. Uh, shut up. I'm so I glad I didn't say that. I'm so glad I didn't say that. I don't ever, I'm, I'm not even talking, don't expect <laughs> don't, me to ever talk to you guys about it again. I take that bet. Anybody want to take that bet? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nah. <laughs> Listen, we're all excited with you. No, you're not. Yes, we are. That is not an exciting I'm a firm comment. believer. I that still me- haven't gotten my save the date. Because I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't sent them out yet. It's I'm, only th- uh, 14 months away. I mean, come on. I'm a firm believer that misery loves company, so I am all excited for this wedding. <laughs> uh, Anyways, <laughs> um, follow us at Kiss My Ash Radio on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Every Friday we post a social media word. Um, if you are the 10th caller at 877-960-9960, uh, you'll win a free five-pack courtesy of Recluse and Iconic Cigars. So um, if you don't know that social media word, just hop on our Facebook and, twi- and Twitter, and uh, you should be able to find that out. And, of course, Zycar, makers of the best lighters and cutters guaranteed for life. Uh, give away uh, our loyal listeners, one of our loyal listeners, a wonderful prize every week here on Kiss My Ash Radio. And, Lady M, what are the fine folks at Zycar giving away today? This week, when you're the 10th caller after hearing this sound... We, you are going to get a Zycar Executive 2 lighter. This is a pearl lighter. It's beautiful. Um, is it made of real pearl? No, it's not, but it's Aww. sleek, high quality, and functional. It's a very sophisticated lighter, as well as an X8 cutter. So you got a little combo set there over a $64 value of Zycar prizes, guaranteed for life. I like throwing those unexpected questions at her to see if I can get her to balk. <laughs> Start reading, is there really pearl on this? Is there Very good, though. I didn't even, didn't even flinch. Do. Well done. Oh. Well done. Uh, great show for you this week. we got Mark Purcell, uh, newly elected president of the IPCPR, which stands for the International uh, Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. I think that's what it is. Sounds uh, right. Nah, I'm still I'm still on RTDA. Yeah, <laughs> nine times out of ten, you're walking around, and everybody's like, yeah, man, I'm just the RTDA. Your wife what? called me the other day. What's Abe's uh, scheduled for the RTDA? And I'm thinking like a raft of us. <laughs> RTDA. Because like I hear. Were you, are, were you working first when it was called RTDA? No. Yeah. So you're really, you're an IPCPR girl. But um, uh, you know, we had him on the show right after he had become president and talked about some issues and things that he was going to change and do. And he said f- some nice things. He said some very cool things, and we're going to follow up with him today and uh, see how his. I think this is technically his first trade show. Yeah. Um, how it's coming along and what he expects and what we got to look forward to since both you and I will be there in a, in a week. In a week. In a week, we'll be there. In a week. Yeah. Also, our good friend, Coop, William Coop from CigarCoop.com will be on. Wants to talk about some cool stuff. And, of course, everyone's favorite in-house segment, 
courtesy of Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach. Are you smarter than a stripper? Yes, we're going to find out if one of our uh, listeners here in the live audience can outwit a local stripper for a VIP service and bottle service for four, courtesy of Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach. So something that caught my eye this week, interesting enough. I mean, I, I think it started out as a hoax. Or I don't know if it's satire or not. Did you research it or look at it? Is it more satirical or is this guy serious? Uh, I think it's a satirical thing. Um, is this another one of those things where the Onion put something out and people are taking it as right. real news? No, this this is no. He, he did it on Change.com. Right. You're uh, requesting a serious which, change. Keep in mind, there's also on Change.org to build. Or org, yeah. yeah, to build an actual Death Star. So that's that's uh, still out there too. Yes. What's wrong with that? Let's go. Well, to build a Death Star. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. moment. Okay. Do we know what a Death Star is? I didn't think so. Star Wars. Oh my God! Well done. Yes. So it doesn't sound something like Star Wars. Death Star is the home base that Darth Vader had. Oh, uh, yeah. Before the, the Imperial blew up the forces. planet Alderaan. Yeah, before they blew it up in the war. Alderaan. The rebels blew it up. In the, in the original New Hope and then came back in Return of the Jedi. It's, it's, I've never it's, watched Star Wars. It's that big silver ball with like a little round I've thing. I've never watched it. I'm sure you've seen an image of the Death Star somewhere. I probably should have. Uh, in fact, on Chive the other day, I saw a woman who made a bar of soap out of a solid Death Star. Really? That, are you sure cool. it was a bar of soap? It wasn't like a butt of... Yeah, I was going to say, do they show other things besides hot women on Chime? Yeah, what you, oh, yeah that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, absolutely. Chime's really? awesome. I've been, I was doing my research I was on Chime. I was, <laughs> on the segment, Chime. I was reading a segment the other day of um, interesting statistics about the Mall of America. The one in Minnesota? Yes. On any given day, <laughs> the amount of people that visit... Mall of America? Yes. <laughs> there's one in Orlando. On every given day, the Mall of America, yeah. the people that visit it, makes it the third largest city in Minnesota. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Oh, what does that say about Minnesota? <laughs> uh, well, you can you can put 32 747 jumbo jets really inside the Mall of America. Wow. Yes, they it released, has its own zip code. They released 72,000 ladybugs in the Mall of America, so that all the live plant life, uh-huh. um, aphids, aphids right, right, yeah, were aphids, attacking yeah. it. Yeah, so that it would save some plant life. Wow. It was pretty cool. Stuff. I got it from China. That's very cool. But speaking of which, there's a movement. <laughs> I got to talk about this. Yeah. It's kind of funny. There's a movement of Ryan Koch from Des Moines, Iowa. Of course, nothing better to do in Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. Uh, unless you're raising pork. Um, corn. Corn, pork. Wheat. Well, pig bellies, yes. There's no, I don't know if Iowa's a wheat Yeah, state. no, no, they're wheat. Cool. I think you should research that, John, see if Iowa has wheat. They have wheat? All right, let's see what they're... I don't uh, think All Iowa, right, keep going. It's, I'll it's, tell you. It's a corn and pork belly state, but... Um, there's a movement to change the name now. I, I could, I'm, I'm ready to see half our listeners fall off their chair right now. To change the name of Cracker Barrel. Yes. He's offended. He's offended. <laughs> he wants to be called Caucasian Barrel. <laughs> like, give it a... Like... Caucasian Barrel. It doesn't have the, quite the same ring to it as it, Cracker Barrel. It, you know... It doesn't have that old world store vibe to it. Now, <laughs> I'm assuming... I, I, this is a complete assumption, because I don't assume to know everything. But the Cracker Barrel is an actual thing, country thing. I mean, is it a, some kind of barrel? Yeah. Well, well the thing with, with where Cracker comes from, it's a Florida term. Um, for ranchers and cattle people, they would put gunpowder on the end of their whips and crack them, and that's how they became Florida Crackers. So that's really I didn't the, know that. Yeah, that's where the term comes really? from. Really? Yes. They would put gunpowder on the end of the whips? To make it louder. Really? Yes. So okay. it popped? Yeah. Is, yeah. 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 So huh. It's louder. <laughs> I wonder if Cracker Barrel was started in Florida. Uh, we can look at that up, too. By the way, Iowa does produce wheat. Yeah, I know. Um, 
and we will find out where it did Cracker Barrel. It began in Tennessee. Yeah. Thank you. It began in Tennessee. Oh, okay. No, Hollywood. No, he's from Tennessee. Yeah. But now what? We call call. We uh, what are those white those crackers that we eat? Uh, saltines. Saltine crackers. No, can't say cracker. It's no. a saltine. Oh, chip. did he not let you call it a cracker anymore? I'm just saying oh. this is what's gonna happen. A is baked people, wheat chip. Ever wait? What are, what do you say? Opinions are like a holes. Everybody's got one. But they're not all pretty. Or they all stink. Or, or they're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just proves that the internet has given a voice to people that should not have a voice at I'm, all. I'm telling you, there's, 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 a, there's a Chicago comedian named Sebastian Maniscalco. Great. Hilarious. Great guy. He's Hilarious. got a Showtime special. Mm-hmm. He's really, really good. He does an excerpt on this, on all these retards that used to be in the basement and you know never could express themselves to the world. Right. And now he's giving him the internet. It's true. <laughs> it's, 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 a little, it's a pretty good skit. But check it out. It's pretty wild. All right, after the break, we're going to do some cigar news, see what's going on new in the industry. And season four, Fantasy Fumari results. Someone has won a $100 gift card, courtesy of Best Buy, and we will let you know who that is right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAssRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand, created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Thanks, Colin. It makes me just want to like. Do you know the singer? You've had this before. Uh, the Cars. I don't, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if he's still married to Paulina. Yeah. He's one. Yeah, I know he's one ugly dude, ugly but he dude. married like the hottest model ever. They say those rock musicians, man, they get the broads, they get the girls. Richie Simpson and Heather Locklear will never make any sense. To me. <laughs> What the hell, man? They what get the, the girls. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And that's an old picture. He's way worse now. Look up his wife, Paulina. Or Paul, Paulina? Paulina? It's Paulina, right? I know it's Paul something. Paulina. Anyways, uh, it's time to find out what's in the box this week. We got a box. We got a box. What? We got a box. Take a look inside. I'm going to open it. Don't look at it. Oh, what's in the box? Let's ask Honest Abe. Cigar News. Well, being uh, the one week away from the annual trade show, the IPCPR convention in New Orleans, uh, I'm sure there's a lot going on, but here's some highlights this week. Edgar Hoyle Cigars, the original creation and inspiration behind One Shot, One Kill, a big hit from Room 101 a few years ago, has a pair of new Honduran Puros in store for the upcoming trade show and convention. He'll be releasing EH Everyday Hustle and OG Osak. Everyday I'm hustling. What was that? That's a song. I know. How's it go? Hustle and hustle and hustle real hard. Hustle, uh, hustle real hard. Please send all complaints to John Barron at KMARadio.com. Yeah. <laughs> EH Everyday Hustle is being released in six sizes. Pricing has yet to be announced by either Hoyle or CLE Cigars, who handles distribution, but will all come in 24-count boxes. The OG, which for those of us, you know what OG stands for, right? Uh, ogre? No. No, come on. OG. No, really? I'm as white as they come, and I know what that is. Original oh. Gangster. The OG Osak is being released in four Figurado Vitolas. Each size comes in 10-count boxes with single-stick pricing between $10 and $13. Christian Aroa's El Aladino factory in Honduras is handling production for both these full-time releases, which are scheduled to begin immediately after the trade show concludes. Late last year, Gurkha Cigar Group announced it would be releasing one of the most expensive cigars of all time in the form of the Gurkha Maharaja, a cigar with a suggested retail price of $2,000. No, that is not a typo. Not much has been heard of the cigar since then, but the cigar will be on display at next week's IPCPR convention and trade show in lovely New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. New Orleans. Nolans. Nolans. $2,000. For those hoping there's any more details available, what was first announced, don't get those hopes up. Gurkha has only said the Maharaja features a Maduro wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. The company declined to say where it's being made or provide any further explanation. The limited edition Maharaja will set a new precedent for premium tobacco. 
It has very rare leaves and a magnificent and flavorful... <laughs> We're excited to be able to pair these rare leaves in such a magnificent and flavorful way, said Kaizad, founder and CEO of Gurkha last year. Maharaja is limited to a hundred humidors of ten cigars, with each priced. Each humidor will be twenty thousand dollars. You know, I really got to say, absurdly enough, this is. I mean, this guy is the master of the super hyper ultra marketing of some ridiculously priced cigars. And that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say it the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I got to really admit, during the period right now, this FDA legislation and, you know, cigars trying to set a precedent of, you know, the FDA of $10 being ultra premium, yeah. you know, all this does is make it worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What, what makes a $2,000 cigar? I, that's what I would love to know. Nothing! Nothing. I'm saying it right here. Okay. Thank you. Kaiser, you can call me tomorrow. If you don't agree with me, we can discuss it in full length. Nothing. Yeah, I couldn't imagine what would be... A gold box. Not even. Made out of gold. The Daniel Marshall cigar <laughs> I got as a gift in my humidor comes wrapped in real gold. It's got real gold. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's really gold, and that's a $100 cigar. So, yeah, this, this FDA, I, I hope the FDA doesn't see this or hear about this on any level. I got yeah. some news, breaking news that just happens. I'm scared to ask. Really? Go ahead. Hiroshi just left Kubanicon. No. And is now with La Polina. Seriously. Coop just broke it this morning. Oh, we'll talk to him about that. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Boom. Wow, that was the shortest span of a career and breakout career ever. And that, man, that's really funny because I just got their new promotional items and it huh. had the de- it had the trade show <laughs> deal for the HR Habano sign. Wow! <laughs> I got that like yesterday. Hopefully, Scoop will have the news. I know. Scoop right, will give good. us details. All right, the world of Dupont, French accessory maker St. Dupont, is partnering with Rolling Stone magazine for a limited collection honoring rock legends. The company has created a special edition of its Line 2 soft flame lighter that features a palladium and lacquer finish with the Rolling Stones tongue and lip design. I'm sorry, not Rolling Stones magazine. The Rolling Stones rock band. The rock band. Uh It's a rock, yeah. Yes. On its side and and four of the band's songs printed on the lighters. The special edition lighter retails for a mere $2,450. So get your $2,000 cigar from Gurkha. You've got a $4,000 hour. Yeah, not even. <laughs> now that's how you burn $100 bills. Yeah. And it'll begin shipping in July. It's part of what ST DuPont considers its prestige collection, which also includes a special version of the company's neo-classic pen inspired by the five strings of Keith Richards' guitar. It's available either in Rollerball for a mere 2100 or Fawn Pen, just for slightly more, 2200 with an 18-carat solid gold nib. The company says it takes four to six hours to just place the crystals they are on these new mini jet lighters they're making. The items will be all shown off at the IPCPR convention and trade show in New Orleans. Wow. Perdomo has become known for being one of a handful of companies who offer tours of its factory, welcoming consumer and retailers from all around the world to its facilities in Nicaragua. Been there. I've heard good things. Time to do it go. again, though. It was like years. It had to be over 10 years since I've been there. You and Adam should go. <sighs> you guys should go People do a KMA get, show a, over there. I'm least a little bit. You know. I'm going to tell you something, but not on the yeah, air. That's a great idea. Now they are bringing the Perdomo Factory Tour to retailers by way of a new line of cigars to slated to debut at the 2015 IPCPR convention and trade show. Amazing how that keeps, seems to be a key thing here today. Read that again. What would you say? Uh, it's slated to debut at the 2015 IPCPR convention and trade show. 
I have uh, the factory tour to retailers. Of oh, to retailers, got it. Of a it's new a line slated to debut. I haven't gotten to that part. Like many of Perdomo's recently announced lines, the factory tour will be available in three wrapper options. Sun Grown, Connecticut, and Maduro, with four sizes per blend. What I'm curious is, is are only retailers that go to the factory tour able to get that? I don't believe so. I believe all of them, it's available to anyone who wants to buy all of them, <laughs> from the paperwork I got from the rep the other day. All right, interesting. Yeah. All the right. Perdomo Factory Tour Series came to light in February when the company announced it along with its small batch and craft series. Shipping dates for the new line have not been announced by the company. All right. And that is all for In the News this week. Close that box. Close that box. There you go. Box is closed. Time to find out the finals from Fantasy Fumari Season 4. All right. Closing up this Season 4, we had 16 candidates all starting out with their teams of three cigars, pitting their heads against stick sales for every two weeks. And we came to a finals last week with Cigar Stacy of Raleigh, North Carolina, versus Michael Ashcans of Flagstaff, Arizona. Pretty much east versus west. It was kind of nice. I like that. Yes. Uh, Stacy's team consisting of her strongest selling Affinity Churchill, the Fumar de Amor Lagunas, and the Nub Connecticut 460 versus Ashcan's team in Flagstaff, Arizona, consisting of his highest moving stick, believe it or not, the Tatiana Vanilla, and the Light Bohem Musico, and Winston Churchill Petit Corona. This came down to a difference of only 64 cigars in this final week. Proud to announce the official winner. In fact, you know what? We should let Brian go back in the history, and we should have all the season one, two, three, four yeah. winners listed on the site. Yeah. But yeah, the brackets will be up, posted uh, by Monday. But the winner is so season four Fantasy Fumari and a hundred dollar gift card courtesy of Best Buy is Cigar Stacy of Raleigh, North Carolina, our team out scoring the Ashcans by sixty four sticks. Stacy, you are the official winner of season four of Fantasy Fumari, and uh, you'll be getting your hundred dollar gift card courtesy of Best Buy. Congratulations! And you will forever be on the Kiss My Ash Radio website as season four winner. In the annals of fantasy Fumari history. Yes, forever and ever. Uh, after the break, we got Mark Purcell, a new president of the IPCPR. We're going to find out what he's got going on newly next week in New Orleans for this year's trade show right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest location. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Placeres Reserva, a beautiful box-pressed cigar boasting a dark, oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, 
and bold Nicaraguan and Honduran long fillers with a Costa Rican binder for excellent flavors. With a premium blend of chocolate, wood, and coffee, this medium-bodied cigar is complemented with pepper, cocoa, spices, and a hint of sweetness with a long, lingering finish. Placeres Reserva shows off how proper blending and aging tobacco make for a well-rounded, satisfying cigar. Placeres Reserva, presented by Coots. To find a tobacconist nearest you, please visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. You know, the Grateful Dead just played in Chicago like a couple last of shows. Yeah, it yep. was. What well, last shows? I went to the last show. Well, with Jerry, yes. Yes, I saw the last show in Soldier Field, Chicago. He died like two weeks after that show. Adam's boy was there, Bill Murray. Oh, was he? Yep, he was there. It was the last show. All through New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we. That's why I changed my plans not to go there to the fourth. All the hotel, everything was outrageously booked because they also got Lollapalooza backed up right into it or right. whatever else they got going on in Chicago. It was like a mess, so we went a little bit earlier to avoid the chaos. But yeah, they were just in Chicago. All right, big congratulate. You know what? I'm so proud that we have so many Illinois listeners. Um, I'm so proud we have so many Illinois listeners. So all my peeps down in Chicago, hometown, go Hawks. I was just there. By the way, everybody was wearing Hawks stuff. It was so cool. But um, in fact, I saw something online. I almost want to get a, get, get it. I saw a T-shirt. I live in Florida, but my heart belong my, my heart belongs to Chicago. And it was a Blackhawks thing, so it was pretty cool. Oh, that's very I nice. need an Eagles one. But um, Greg Gerjall, I think Gerjall, I think I pronounced it right from Antioch, Northwest suburb of Illinois. Greg, you are a social media winner. Thank you for listening to the show, sir. Pass it on. Tell all your friends. We're trying to take this show. We're trying to take this show national. Oh, John, John, John. Yeah. Turn around. Uh, you Did just, they just make out? Yes, you just missed the two strippers. Everything. You missed the two strippers making out, John. 
Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. get them to do it again on the air. Yeah, we'll hopefully, yes. Our, our guests for our Are You Smarter Than a Stripper segment are here. And it seems like there's two of them who know each other very intimately. Very well. And very well. Why am I trapped in the corner? You feel a little jealous, lady? No, I'm, I'm... You're missing out? Nobody greets no. you like that here. No, I don't. I greet it like that. My dog greets me like that. <laughs> Your dog greets you like that. I don't know. That's kind of a little gross. All right. <laughs> Every week, we like to invite uh, someone uh, to be on what I consider to be my favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, we have Mark Purcell, CEO of the IPCPR, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers, the trade uh, basically group for our industry for premium cigars here in the United States. Uh, Mark, welcome here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Good morning. Thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, Mark, glad to have you back on. Mark, last time you were on was, I think, well, yeah, over a year ago. You had just taken over the position. Uh, and, and for our listeners who didn't catch that show, Mark, why don't you give us a little background to what you did before you took this job here with the IPCPR? Yeah, I've been with the IPCPR just about a, a year. It'll be uh, a year on the 16th of this month uh, as we head into the 2015 version of the IPCPR convention and trade show. Uh, prior to that, I was with the National Association of Home Builders. I ran their, their convention and trade show. It's uh, one of the top ten trade shows in the United States, over 100,000 people. Big industry, obviously, uh, but was real happy to move over to uh, the IPCPR because I, I love cigars and I love the retail industry. Very cool. And when we had you on the show, you know, I sat on the board uh, prior to your term. You know, obviously I had a few issues with your predecessor. We talked about a lot of changes and stuff that hopefully you were working on, and I, I've heard there are some big changes at this year's show. Um, tell us a little bit about what's going on differently this year at the IPCPR. Well, there's a, there's a lot changing in the industry uh, with the association and with the show. Obviously, from an industry perspective, uh, we're looking down the barrel of the gun of federal regulation. Um, I'm sure your listeners may be aware that uh, the FDA is looking at regulating premium cigars like they do other tobacco products, including cigarettes, which would be bad news for our business, bad news for consumers, bad news for the industry. So we've been fighting that tooth and nail for probably 18 months now. Um, just for an update, the FDA is uh, about to... To issue their final rules. Those will go to the Office of Management and Budget, OMB, for economic scoring, uh, impact on jobs and small businesses. We think we might lose 50,000 jobs here in the United States if this goes forward, and probably 200,000 jobs in the Caribbean Basin, which then creates uh, possible immigration issues. So we're working real hard on that issue. There's two options that they put forward. Option one is not good. That would regulate us just like every other uh, tobacco product. It would put your cigars behind the counter. It would get rid of sampling and your walk-in humidors and the whole cigar shop experience, which would be horrible. Make it very expensive, north of $300,000 to introduce a new product. would put all our small uh, cigar manufacturers right out of business. It would get rid of the seasonal varietals and the new releases. I'd really concentrate the industry. We just think it uh, uh, lacks common sense. Option two, however, exempts our category, exempts premium cigars. 
We've been pushing real hard on that, both uh, at the OMB and on Capitol Hill. Uh, we've got two bills, one in the Senate, uh, uh, S661 and HR442 in the House are identical. Um, trying to exempt, uh, we're going the legislative route uh, to put the pressure on the regulators uh, to leave us alone. We don't have a youth access problem. Ninety Over 90% of our stores, minors, are not allowed to walk in the front door. Uh, you don't see kids uh, outside the high school smoking premium cigars. They're a little bit too expensive for them. It's not, uh, not in their genre. Uh, we think it's a, uh, it's a solution in search of a problem. We're not the problem with uh, youth uh, access to tobacco. So we've made that case on the Hill. I think we're about 135 sponsors in the House and uh, right around 20 on the Senate. Um, so we've been working real hard. Your, your retailer leadership, the IPCPR, spent countless hours, millions of dollars in Washington, D.C. fighting this. And that's in addition to all the, the, the issues we have to fight at the state level. From the association change standpoint, um, we're going to be consolidating our staff and moving our headquarters to Washington, D.C. We bought a building back in January uh, up on Capitol Hill, easy access to legislators and regulators, uh, bringing staff in. Right now we've got people in four different states. and We're looking forward to having us all under one roof. And then from the show standpoint, uh, we've made a lot of changes. Uh, we're adding uh, more education, uh, really less cigar-specific and more retailer-specific, how to be a better business person so we can serve our, our cigar consumers better. Uh, so we've invested in the education part. But we've also invested in the fun part, and uh, we'll have a, uh, a big party at the end of the show. America will be our headline act. We're bringing in a keynote speaker, a huge cigar fan, uh, Larry Wingate, who's the pit bull of professional and personal development. So we're, we're starting to make some changes in the way we operate, and we're, we're excited about it. Well, you've answered all our questions, Mark. Thank you for joining us uh, this morning. I appreciate it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, if you're just joining us, we have Mark Purcell of the IPCPR, uh, who was momentarily possessed by Glenn Loop of the CRA. Um, <laughs> and a little Jonathan Drew in there, and I got to tell Jonathan you. Drew in there. Uh, no, I mean, um, no, IPCPR has been doing a lot of great work and uh, one of the things I really want to touch about was look, FDA is always going on, Glenn's a regular on our show and we talk about what's going on in legislation, but I really want to talk about your work in the IPCPR. I mean, it's a big thing and one of the biggest jobs is manhandling this this monstrosity of event, our trade show every year. And you've made some big changes. I think this is I, the first year that the trade show that I can remember since being in history is going to have a major act like America doing a concert. Yeah. And um, I, I think there's no opening gala as there traditionally has been in lieu of that. Is that correct? Well, what we've done this year, because the government affairs stuff is so important to, this, to us, we've combined our government affairs briefing. So we'll have a 45-minute government affairs briefing uh, just in front of our opening reception. So we will have uh, plenty of networking time immediately after. It's in the same ballroom at the Morial Convention Center. So we really want to draw people to uh, that government affairs briefing because we need uh, boots on the ground, the grassroots influence of the retailers. And, and let's face it, how do you get cigar retailers to show up at an event? You offer uh, some booze and some good food, so we're combining those two things. Very cool. Well, if you just joined us, we're going to have more with Mark Purcell, CEO of the IPCPR, the Premium Cigar Industries uh, Trade Organization, right after this. 
Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at KissMyAshRadio.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rick Loose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rick Loose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rick Loose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rick Loose cigar and do it today. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee and Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier upscale gentleman's club. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory. La Zona, enriched and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. The Oliva Family. The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave here with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Uh, part of our Meet Your Maker segment today, we have Mark Purcell, CEO of the IPCPR, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers uh, Trade. That's uh, our trade for the premium cigars in our industry in the United States of America. And uh, Mark, uh, once again, thank you for joining us here on Kiss My Ash Radio. My pleasure. Mark, uh, this being your first year, uh, I, I'm assuming... You know, this was where you had 100% control involvement of uh, organizing our trade show. What was one of the biggest challenges you faced and something that you're most excited to see come to fruition and change and, you know, for this year's show? Well, the thing I'm most excited about is the, the willingness of our board of directors and the volunteer leadership to make changes in the show. They realize it's the most important event for the professional tobacconist of the year. It's a chance for us to to mobilize the troops 
Uh, it's obviously the the greatest buying opportunity for our retailers to to see the new releases and the new products that that really drive our industry. Um, so I'm I'm very excited that the association is willing to make changes, and I I think that will continue over the coming years. Um, with our, I mean one of the things that was kind of talked about while I had my tenure uh, with uh, the IPCPR and um, Pre, predating your your taking over, um, will, will there you ever foresee a day where um, the convention might be open to the public? Something like a cigar, uh, you know, cigar con or something like that. You know, it, it, it's something that we've talked about. Um, we're we're actively discussing that with the manufacturers. Um, you know, right now we're we're really a, a three and a half four day show. Uh, I could see a time if the manufacturers are willing. Um, that we make the you know the first three days for the retailers to do their business to place their orders, and then we invite consumers uh, to come in on that last day. But I really need my manufacturers to to, to get on board with that. Um, a lot of companies sell through different channels. I've wrestled with this in in previous industries where I've managed large events where you've got a a professional channel that sells through one distribution network, then a whole other channel that sells to consumers, and uh, how, how the exhibitors are able to manage that, I, I think, is the, the core of the question, especially the bigger companies. Yeah, yeah because it, it's, it's really something that the consumers have continually in a long time been really excited and interested about. You know, there's been problems every year with too many consumers being on the floor that really didn't belong there, and you know, they, they mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure they're still, I'm sure they're still trying to get it. It's that one time a year where they can actually see witness a lot of the new things are being brought out in the IPCPR, which, you know, if FDA has its way, you know, that'll change dramatically too in the years to come. Has the IPCPR have any contingency plans on how that may be addressed? I mean, do, do they do they see the importance of the IPCPR being affected should something like the FDA deeming regulations passed and there won't be the plethora of new releases and new brands like there have been in the years past? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's really a sort of a binary path. It's either good or it's bad. I don't see a middle ground coming out of the deeming regulations once the final rule is issued. And incidentally, that could happen, you know, later this summer. Uh, the regulatory process is kind of a black hole of information as far as timing and when things happen. But we think later this summer or early fall uh, at the latest. Uh, if, if, if we are regulated like the rest of, um, tobacco products, uh, it's going to drastically change the industry and certainly it's going to tra- change the association, our membership and, and the trade show. And, and not, not for the better. I don't see a lot of, uh, good outcomes for, for any of us if, if that happens, including consumers. I think this will be limited. Um, I think uh, uh, competition will be limited. Uh, being an econ major from the University of Michigan, when competition is limited, prices go up. Um, so we're all concerned about it. But it's really a, it's hard to plan for because it's one or the other. And uh, we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. Certainly uh, the good news is uh, the IPCPR has been well managed from a financial standpoint for a lot of years. Uh, you're aware of that as a former board member. And we have a war chest available to us um, should we need to um, you know, continue our legislative efforts. 
uh, or get into a, a litigation uh, situation, which could happen as well. And that's when you're talking big dollars uh, that an industry will need to spend uh, to protect itself and to change uh, uh, bad regulation. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Mark Purcell, CEO of the IPCPR, the uh, Premium Cigar Industries Trade uh, Organization uh, in the United States of America. Um, Mark, uh, what was one of the most unexpected or, uh, you know, something you really didn't foresee in taking this job that you've experienced in the last year? Well, let's see. Probably the, the biggest change for me w- w- was dealing with the, the, the retailer mentality. Uh, I'd come from a, uh, an association that represented more corporate people, large home builders, and there's certainly a different uh, method to the madness when you're dealing with uh, uh, small business people. Uh, they're uh, mostly family-run businesses uh, that are working their own counters every day. Uh, you know, there, there's great things and things I don't like about it. Uh, what I do love about it is the people, the passion for the product, the passion for the consumers, the passion for the industry. Uh, but at the same time, um, uh, they're, they're, they micromanage their businesses, and, and working with them to manage the association uh, has been a little bit of a challenge. But everyone's heart's in the right place. i got to say we're blessed right now with a, with a great leadership team with uh, Feeney Helmuth, who's our current president, president who rotates off the the officer ladder should be our past president after the show this year and then we've got a great leader in craig cass out of tinderbox in charlotte uh who's one of the sharpest people i've ever met who's a real professional uh who knows where he wants to go and how he wants to get there and has done a bang-up job for us on the on the legislative front as the chairman of our federal government affairs committee yeah, I sat on the board with Craig during my tenure, and I sit on a few other boards with Craig, and uh, very excited to see uh, the possibilities of what Greg, Craig uh, will do during his tenure. So very, uh, very uh, positive outlook uh, on that. Um, when it comes to trade shows now in selecting cities, uh, where's you? I assume the the trade show uh, location for next year is, will be Las Vegas. Yeah, we actually signed a three-year deal with the Sands Venetian Palazzo complex in Las Vegas for the next three years. That was one of the things that surprised me when I was interviewing and took the job was that the show had not been booked out uh, for more years. Uh, when I left the home builders, I was actually working on a contract for 2037. And uh, because the trade shows, uh, you know, the main revenue driver of the association, you want to make sure you've got a home for it, especially our show because we've got the, you know, the need to smoke at our show. So we've got a limited number of venues that will allow us to sample on the floor, to smoke in the meeting rooms, and to have uh, evening smoking uh, uh, facilities available. Uh, Right now, uh, that's Las Vegas and New Orleans. Although I will say I've been surprised. We've been contacted from some other cities uh, that want to host us. Um, But but we're committed. We've signed a deal. We'll be in Vegas for... um, 17, 18, and 19. I'm sorry, 16, 17, and 18. That's three years. Back to back. Back to back. And we did a survey of of the retailers, and it was our highest. We we did a number. We started a survey process this year to try to figure out what our retailers are thinking and what they want us to do. And our our greatest response, we had uh, close to 700 respondents on the question of the location of the show. 
the interesting thing was 75% of them said they prefer Vegas over any other city. 60% of them said they like to rotate to the East Coast every now and then. So, I'm, you know, if I'm looking forward, I could see us doing a two-, three-year rotation in Vegas and then coming back to the East Coast, uh, you know, once every three or four years. Uh, certainly are the, there are those folks who, who don't like to travel across the country, and uh, I've seen that in past shows where you get about a 25 30% turnover in attendees just because you're on one coast or the other. That's simple. Yeah, I, th- I think you should look somewhere in the middle, like my hometown of Chicago. I think that's, that's where a good trade show would be. <laughs> I was just there a couple of weeks ago. I'd love to see a trade show in Chicago. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I, don't, I think it oh. happened once, if ever, but I'm not even sure. But uh, yeah, I think the trade show was in Chicago once in the history of the IPCPR. Um, very interesting stuff. So, you know, I understand your thing. Most people don't realize this industry, unlike many others, especially the building industry, it predominantly is made up of mom-and-pop stores, family-owned, operated places, small places. I imagine that, that brings a lot of sometimes, you know, completely different perspective than what you're used to in your prior job. Sure, it does. I mean, you know, most of the folks on my board are second or third generation um, that have been in the business. Uh, if they're not, they've got sons and daughters that will be the second generation. Uh, and that's something we talk about all the time is you know, we want to protect this industry so it can be passed on to su- succeeding generations of, of tobacconists. It's uh, really the fabric of, of who the retailer is. And when I visit retail shops across the country, uh, it's great to meet the sons and daughters and the, and the dads and the grandpas and the grandmas who are working yeah. the counter. It's, it's really a family business, and I think that's what makes the, the uh, tobacconist retail experience special for consumers uh, when they walk in the door. I think it's a very poignant aspect that the FDA and a lot of the federal legislation legislators really don't see and realize about our industry. Well, Mark, look, we'll be seeing you in a very short time here in a week and be able to congratulate you on your first uh, IPCPR. Uh, continue with the great work, and uh, we wish you, uh, once again, the continued success. Great. Thank you. Uh, safe travels to New Orleans, and uh, have a great day. Yeah, we'll see you there. Thank you. Mark Purcell, CEO of IPCPR, an upcoming uh, trade show convention. Literally, one uh, starts, starts a week from today. A week from today, pretty much. <laughs> so Opens very, at uh, 10 a.m. Central. There you go. Very cool stuff. Up ahead, uh, um, after the break, hour two, Uh, We're going to have the Brewmeister doing a little brew review. Mm -hmm. Don't go anywhere. It should be interesting right after this. WSWN Belgrade, Palm Beach, Jupiter. It's no secret. There's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. 
Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo and Yeo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars. 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Duhok, Quake, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection. To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanocigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Christophe Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christophe allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christophe Cigars are made using only the highest quality Habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full-bodied, Christophe has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Christophe today. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Colin's on point today with the rejoiners, loving it. I know, much better than like what two weeks Sometime, ago or something. Sometimes he just goes off on a tangent. He just some he weird gets mood. His own mood yeah. Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave here, and uh, you're joining us for hour two of this week's episode of Kiss My Ash Radio, part of the KMA Radio Network. Here we're broadcasting in front of a live audience here at the world famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm here with my gang, Adam Key, the Brewmeister, mm-hmm. and the lovely Lady M. Woo! Woo! So. All right, time for our new segment. It's called the Brew Review. Oh, that was nice. All right, so unlike last, very piratey in- intro. 
It's a it's a classic Celtic drinking tune. Very piratey. Yes. I thought they weren't supposed to know what they were. Well, no, you oh, didn't. You, picked them. you didn't like that, right? You hated the fact that I was trying to guess, and it, you said it was going on too long. So you're like, just pick three beers you like, and we'll talk about them. Yeah, you're more in depth when you know what you're talking about. Well, I I was trying to be in depth as I was trying to get out what was going on and trying to give you a full idea of what the beers were. All right. Well, tell us I, about the beers you have chosen. All right. So basically, we picked three you. three completely different styles of beer. Uh, we're going to start with the one on your right, Emily. This is a pale ale. This is Dale's Pale Ale out of North Carolina. Something that I will like. Yes, this is definitely something you will like. I believe that's served here on tap too, right? Uh, I totally. It is on a rot- rotating tap. Yes, yes. yes. But uh, this is a very. It's got a lot of Cascade hops in it. It's pale. Very patriotic can, if I could say so myself. Oh, absolutely. I mean. Between that and the paps. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm surprised it, you know. It's, what it's paps the funny is. thing is that Dale's is one of those few that actually does can rather than bottle. And the same thing with Cigar City. I know beer. <laughs> I know beer. <laughs> and wine. Do you have a preference on bottle over can? Oh, why? How, mu- how much I time do you have? How, how much bottle. time do you have? No, seriously. I mean, just in a nutshell. Uh, basically, I'm a bottle, just purist. However, it's got to be a dark bottle. It's got to be like the th- middle bottle you see here. Because genuine... you don't want light to get through it. It's, exactly. It's, it middle of genuine draft doesn't work. No, it does not. You know, uh, they say that the High Life is the champagne of beer, but however, it's also a very thin, clear bottle. And it is are there arguments a lot of for canned beer? Yes, there are. What are the arguments it's, for it's the, beer? it's the same kind of arguments you have with cello on or cello off in your humor. Right, so it's, it, it, it's a matter of preference, and there's pros and cons to both. You're never going to find a winner. Right. I'm a bottled person, but because I prefer to drink out of a bottle. If I have a can, I want it in a glass. I'm sure a bottle shape works better mm-hmm. for you. It does. Easier to down. Slip that one right yeah. under the door. Uh, basically, this is a high hop version. It's a lot of two-row malt um, in the in the batch, and it's a very refreshing, crisp pale ale with a little bit of an eye bitterness okay. in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's about a 30 on the IBU scale because there's a lot of dry hopping with Cascade hops in it. Yeah, it's a very, I mean, I, I taste the bitterness. It's a great summer beer. It's a great beer that you can simply just enjoy, sip, and have a couple of. It's not an all-day kind of beverage, but, you know, you get a couple of them, and you're going to be very refreshed and have a very nice time. So there you go. That's Dale's Pale Ale. That's a chill. I don't, uh, no, dark air. No, no, no. We're going we're, we're to go to the third one oh. on the left first. Okay. Are you a fan of the Pale Ale? We're going to bill our, w- mm-hmm. Lady M, you're a fan of the Pale Ale? Yeah. All right. This is... Completely a, different color. A, absolutely. And I went with three completely different Look, colored looks beers. Looks like when I give my staff drug tests. Exactly. This, Pretty much. This, this, is, an Avery, this is Avery's um, White Rascal. It's a Hefeweizen style, so this is going to be it's, right excuse up... Excuse me? It's Hefe, a Hefeweizen. 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 <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Uh, basically, I, like, I like Hefeweizen. It's a, wheat, it's a wheat-based beer, it's, so it's primarily got a lot of wheat in it. There aren't a lot of hops in this. It's a very low IBU beer. So it's about 5% by When you say low, volume. that means it's not going to be too bitter. Right. No, it's I, amazing. IBU's International Bitterness Unit. Um, this is going to be right up Lady M's out. I uh, love this. this it's is in the same kind of a style as like a, um, oh, a wow. Blue Moon. And the thing is, like, I'm not a Blue Moon. I don't like a lot of wheat beers. There's almost no bit, barely but, any bitterness but to it But this all. is one I actually really, really enjoy. I found this a couple weeks ago, and I'm not a big Hefeweizen, you know, uh, wheat beer guy, but this is actually very, very mellow beer. It's very refreshing. Yeah. It's got a couple of very nice notes to it of just some citrus, a little floral, and it really just brings it all together. Now, does the, does the lower IBU, the lower bitterness, and all that, does that affect alcohol content at no, all? Not no, not at all. The, basically, the key things that affect your alcohol content are your mash and your boil temps. Can I see that bottle? Yeah, interesting bottle too. It's like a demon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's the White Rascal. It's it's a Belgian style wheat beer, so that's where you're getting that 
You got uh, pictures of all these on our Facebook? I might uh, order this tonight at dinner. Yeah, it's real good. Absolutely. It's a very refreshing. It's another great summer refreshing beer. Uh, you're going to get a lot of good floral aromas Deviously out of it. Deviously delicious, it says. Mm-hmm. On the <laughs> it doesn't, you think it's going to be a little bit more it's like a, a blue moon. Beer. But it's going to taste a little slightly differently and give you a little bit more profile. Now, the third one we have here. That's the darkest of the three, it looks like. Yes, this is the Amagang uh, Four Philosophers. <laughs> what was the name of the beer called? Yeah, no, no, the, the brewery is Amagang. Oh, let me see it. And it's, it's the an, three it's the philosophers. Amigang, this yes. is a quadruple ale. OG, this right? is a Belgian-styled, Americanized. Originally, this beer is crafted in the Belgian style, so it's like kind of like a Chimay or um, a Trappist, if you will. So it's in the monk style of brewing. If However, <laughs> they Americanized it and they put it on steroids. This is a quadruple ale. Yes. What's basically, the alcohol content in that? Nine point seven. Yes. And the average beer alcohol content is five. What? Five. So it's pretty much most double. those beers are five. You get in that quadruple. This that's where you're getting a lot of heavy. Just. Now, I imagine this is going to be a very bitter beer. No, not really? at all. It is not bitter at all. Really. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. It's very rich. It has some cocoa notes to it. It has a little bit of a... It's like... Wow. You're right. You're right. It's not bitter, but it's like I almost taste wine in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's, like it's, it's got a very whiny taste. It's almost, it's almost, especially when you get to those high alcohol contents, you're almost on a barley wine kind of a level. Yeah. And this is also a very aged beer that has a lot of just dark malts this in it. This is 10% alcohol? I yeah. Could, I you could, would never yeah. notice, and it can get you in trouble fast. I've, That's why Duncan you have a lot of good problems. Duncan is not going to find this beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of those, and he's down Yeah, one counter. bottle. He's good to go. Oh, he will down like three of them without Before he realizes it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I can't give it But to yeah, him. this has got a very rich profile. It's got a very, very um, smooth aftertaste. And you notice a lot of the front uh, notes that come out of it. And it's very clean in the back. Can I have that bottle? Yeah, it was very, this is a really interesting beer. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a beer guy that much. That's why we have the Brewmeister on the show. But this, this Amagang quadruple ale is something I would never even think about drinking. Cooperstown, New Amagang York. is doing a lot of very interesting beers. And they do... They, a lot of the big... Now, I see they got the year on the bottle here. Yeah. Is that significant or something? Are they, do they release the beers by the year? Well, or? basically, they'll put Is out... Is that just a marketing ploy? It's just part of the marketing ploy, and you can also then keep track. And occasionally, like, I had this beer that was in my fridge that I lost. Will for, it get better in years to come? Uh, some, as long as it's kept properly. Technically, leaving a beer out on the shelf in a store is not the best way, because you're going to get a lot of that indirect light from all the fluorescents that are in the stores. So if you have one that's been sitting there in the shelf for a long time and not refrigerated, it could get a little oxidized, and it can start to go bad. What's the best way to keep a beer? The best way to keep a beer is just to keep it refrigerated in a dark corner. And it will technically get better. Um, I actually had a beer in my fridge I bought last August that it uh, basically what this brewery does is they brew like 400 bottles every year, and they take that out of the um, the kegs they've got. Then they brew a fresh batch of beer, throw it on top of that, and then they just keep cycling through. So every year they've got a new fresh batch, and they every year tastes different when they bottle it. Really? And then if you take that bottle and you sit on it for a year, it tastes completely different really? than it did when you first had it. However, I lost that bottle. <laughs> I find it interesting. It says on the bottle here, pour slowly so as not to disturb the yeast sediment, mm-hmm. but with enough vigor to create a luxurious head. Yep. And release the rich bouquet. Yeah, a so lot of what you're getting. What does that mean beer, when you pour fast? Basically, when you pour fast, it's going to get a way too much head a lot of times. You notice if you're also pouring into a frosted mug and you're just going straight down. You know, right. you, have to, you have to tilt. 
especially when you're What's born. the yeast sediment? Basically, when you have a high beer like this, it's got a lot of Belgian. It's got a Belgian yeast, so it's a very thick, hearty yeast, and it's also helping to bottle condition. And that's why, especially on a beer like this, if you age it properly, it'll bottle condition and get better as it ages. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. why a lot of guys are going to bottle conditioning, and you'll find a lot of those Belgian-style beers are bottle conditioned, and they've got a lot of just yeast. You'll find a yeast cake, actually, in the bottom of it. A yeast cake? That sounds so gross. <laughs> You've had yeast cakes, right? Is that like my cardboard cracker? Yeast cake. <laughs> I like this one. Though. I'm glad you introduced me to this one because mm-hmm. I'm. Well, that one look tasted the most refreshing. Yeah. But you know, I would never get drunk off of that. Mm-mm. This would knock me out after a six pack or twelve pack. Uh, but you start with the, you start with two of these and then you have one of those and then you're, you're good. You're done. Yeah, the the uh, three philosophers interesting. Alma Gang's doing a lot of very interesting things and just like and a lot of these guys, especially with the craft beer world, they're just kind of they're taking old school recipes from old Belgian traditions and they're Americanizing it by just turning it up to eleven, if you will. Now are these readily available in liquor stores? Yes. So pretty much any liquor store will have these any, beers. Um, no, well, not necessarily in the liquor store, but any. Purveyor of fine spirits. Interesting. Should have most uh, of them. Your local Total Wine and Spirits will have these. Wow, very cool. Well, that was Brew Review with the Brewmeister, Adam K. Like it. Up ahead after the break, we're going to find out, courtesy of Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach, who from our lucky audience is smarter than a stripper right after this. Follow us on Twitter at KissMyAssRadio. Yes, it's mandatory. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut Sun-Grown or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskeys, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Coot Cigars presents Miro, a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious bittersweet combination with an easy draw. With a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Mito Cigars, presented by Coots. Available at tobacconist retailers nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. Drew Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid Cigars. 
Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I forgot the name of this guy. Herbie Hancock. Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. We are broadcasting live from the main cigar bar at the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. And it's time for one of the funnest segments on the KMA Radio Network. It's time to find out if who is smarter than a stripper. <laughs> nice dress. Thanks. Have you bought it at Versace? Oh, yeah, Versace. I love Versace. <laughs> Me too. It's time to find out if you're... Smarter than a stripper. Yeah, you gotta get Duff to redo that one. Segment a little bit. All right, good. All right, joining us here, uh, a repeated guest and one of my favorites uh, from Spearmint Rhino here in Palm Beach, is Aurora. Aurora. Hello. Welcome back. Well, thank you. We're so happy to see you here again. (laughs) I was very happy to see you again. Oh, nice. And you brought a friend today, I see. Yes, my. my lovely partner in crime, Mary Jane. Mary Jane, have you had your last dance? <laughs> Not yet. You don't get that, do you? Not for yeah. a while. No. <laughs> Not for a while. Not since I met Aurora. Ooh, wow, <laughs> interesting. Okay. I'm wearing white. Remember that. <laughs> wow. Now, Lady M, you should get that reference, right? What? And she had her last dance. It's one of your favorite bands. Tom Pet. Yes, last dance with Mary Jane. No, not a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, so you two lovely ladies work at the Spearmint Rhino. Yes, we do. You guys work together? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, how closely together? Very close. Only one way to find out. <laughs> really? And what nights could any, or days, or when are you usually there that any one of our listeners here locally could come and meet you, which would totally be worth the drive from anywhere? Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays, day or night? Days. Days, Tuesdays, days. So you guys are daytime ladies. Yeah. No vampire life for you. No. We got responsibilities. You got responsibilities. Responsibilities. All right. And uh, joining us from our audience to find out if he's smarter than a stripper, actually a special guest, old friend, basically family member, uh, Jim Fontana. Welcome. Kiss my ash radio. Nice to be here. Jimmy, you are originally from Washington. Originally from New York. New York, and I live in Washington now, excuse Washington, me. Northern Virginia. Northern Virginia. You just happened to be in town, to be decided in town. to visit us and watch the KMA radio show. The mic, yeah. Oh. There you go. So you can get your voice. So you happened okay. to visit us, and of course I threw you on the show. Yes, you did. As any good friend would do. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you normally do? Uh, I'm an attorney. Oh, <laughs> you have a lawyer. I need one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not that kind of lawyer. <laughs> 
So are you, do you think you're going to be smarter than you got two here? So it's double the trouble. Well, uh, these very pretty ladies, they look smart also. So well, I'm not sure. We're going to find out now. Uh, I'm going to read a list of ten questions. You guys have your little boards there. You ladies can concur in union and see if you guys could uh, come up with the right answer. And if you happen to beat the ladies in ten questions, you will win a bottle and VIP service for four at Spearmint Rhino here in West Palm Beach. Okay. And I highly suggest that <laughs> I highly suggest that we go on a Tuesday afternoon. Okay. That's my suggestion. All right, everybody ready? We're ready. All right, here we go. Now, just a little preemptive. Every question you ladies get wrong, you're going to have to kiss. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll here do we go. This. You do that anyway. Here we go. Picture. Somebody. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I think we're up four. I hope you get them all wrong. All right, here we go. Question number... <laughs> Jim is distracted. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What is another name for the North Star? All right, the North Star. What is another name for the North Star? I'm going to give you guys multiple choice. Here we go. Is it Alpha Centauri, Polaris, or Sirius? Whoa, hold on. Yeah, the correct answer is Polaris. Polaris. You keep score. Oh, there we go. There'll be a lot of this. Are you keeping score? Here we How go. How can I lose? You don't. We all win. <laughs> We're all winning here. We're all winning. In the words of my friend Charlie Sheen, we are winning. All right. Okay, number two. What is the reciprocal of three-fourths? Three over four. What is the reciprocal? What are you giving me some al algorithm? What are you writing some algebraic <laughs> equation over here? <laughs> Holy cow! There we have the answers: four thirds. Ladies, point seven five. It is actually four thirds. Reciprocal means we just take the numbers and switch them around. I love this segment. This is a great segment. All right, number three. I'm still trying to lose, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. We should have thought of this a long time ago. All right, number three. What is the simple past tense of the verb? Lady M would know this. Of the word drink. The word drink. What is the past tense of the word drink? Drink and drink. They both got it right. That was right up your... And they still kiss. Even when they get it right. It's great. That was right up your alley, ladies, right? You, had, you guys knew that one easy, right? We can... We're shippers. We know about drinks. <laughs> All <laughs> right. drink or drink? <laughs> What is a name for the form of a picture writing used by ancient Egyptians? So what was the name of all that art that the ancient Egyptians did on the walls? What do they call that? Spelling doesn't count. Yes, the ladies have it correct. The hieroglyphics. Yeah, they spelling really spelling. did. They got closer than you did in spelling it. Well, it's not an H, actually. It is an H. H-I-E. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. Are you checking the internet to verify no, that? No, no. Oh. I'm, I'm getting rid of a call. So <laughs> All right. Question so number five. The question number five. The United Nations. Do we know what the United Nations is? United Kingdom. United what? United Kingdom. <laughs> no. United Nations. United Nations is like the little organization from all the different countries in the world. Okay. They are located. Their headquarters are in what city? The headquarters of the United Nations are in what City. Rome. It 
it is New York City. <laughs> Halfway through, what's the score there, Brewmeister? Five to two. You still got a shot. You still got a shot. Which continent out of the seven continents is the least populated? Which continent is the least populated? (laughs) You don't know the seven continents? I do. I'm trying to make it balanced. You had the first right letter, right? It's Antarctica. Cold, cold place. Nobody lives there. I'm starting to slip. It's all right. Irving Berlin, who wrote the patriotic anthem that contains the world, the words, stand beside her and guide her. What song is that that has the words, stand beside her and guide her? It's a very patriotic song. Oh, wow. You knew it right away. Wow. I'm yes. I can't get God bless America. You're a what major? You said, I'm, I'm American. A major? Is that what it is? I was very good. All right. Number eight. Russet and Yukon gold are varieties of what vegetable? What vegetable can you go in the store and buy russet? Lady Jane on fire. Mary Jane. Dude, can we get a sound effect on that? We need to make a sound bite. Oh, yeah. Collins. I hope you saved that somewhere, Colin. We need that for a sound bite. Oh, yeah. All right. The answer is potato. Yes, you are both correct. Potato or potato? Yes. You can say potato. I will say potato. <gasps> All right, here we go. Number nine. The U.S. state of Hawaii, which one of our previous contestants said was not a state and a volcano, is located... Remember that? Jay. <laughs> was that Jay? Somebody said it was the state of the volcano. Is located in which ocean? I spelled that so horrible. But it is correct. It is the Pacific Ocean. Woo! I just want to know what that was. I know. What does that say? Hudson River. Hudson River. There we go. I'm trying to give these nice ladies a fighting chance. Here we go. Question number 10. Finally, if Jacob writes his age in Roman numerals, you might want to write this down as XXIV. XXIV. How old is he? He's probably close to your age. Oh, no, it's good. I'm only doing this because I can't lose, but that's all right. Oh, she knows. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. This is right if you add them. <laughs> yeah, I got to give her credit. 24. 24 is correct. She wrote 10, 10, and 4. It worked. Well done, ladies. This has been the best episode of Are You Smarter Than a Stripper ever. And as usual, I don't get kids. Mr. Fontana, you have won a VIP service in Bottle 4, which I'm automatically inviting myself to that party. We will use that on a Tuesday. We will use that on a Tuesday afternoon, and we must share it with Mary Jane and Aurora here and have a good time. Ladies, thank you so much as always. And uh, Mary Jane, welcome. First time on the show. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. You thank did you. very well. Oh, thank you kindly. So listen, is there a, um, any interesting story you could share with us recently that you guys would ex- that you could say on the air? <laughs> Experiment right on something funny. We have a few Where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> that, that's how every good story starts. Yes? No? 
They're shaking um, their heads. Yeah. Remember the, the guy that Uno is a dead day? <laughs> and then, oh, <laughs> never mind. No, tell me. What, what no, what happened? Can share your weird, weird funny story? Because I have to believe that Spearman Rhino has to be a, a, a cesspool and, well, and growing ground for weird stories. We get a lot of interesting people. A lot of interested people. Okay, so me and Mary Jane recently had a customer. Very good. Okay. You're private. Yes. Um, he wanted us to put our feet in his mouth Ooh. and pour a beer down our feet while drinking it off our toes. And that's <laughs> this is in the club. This is in the club. Did you guys? Did you guys? You know guys do it for him yeah yeah <laughs> yes you did we're spirit right now you should have made him buy a bottle of champagne at least <laughs> well, well, champagne. Champagne. now i imagine i imagine this was asked right on the spot the same feet and shoes that you guys were working in all day yeah and we take and our shoes off yes, to dance walk and around on stage yes and he just swallowed that beer right he, now he swallowed that pleasure. nice <laughs> Yeah. As always, you will find interesting people at the Spearmint Rhino at West Palm Beach. And these are two of the loveliest ladies we've had on our show. Please visit them. Check out Spearmint Rhino every Tuesday. Ask for Mary Jane or Aurora. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, up ahead, I don't even know what segment we have now. I'm too distraught. But, well, we, oh, yeah, Cigar. Why do we got him on? We got Aurora and Mary Jane. <laughs> well, we're here to satisfy, <laughs> so. Right after this, we're, we're here with Cigar Coop. Don't go anywhere, folks. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Voted the number one gentleman's club worldwide. Located on Okeechobee Military Trail for the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at the Spearman Rhino, the premier of Scale Gentleman's Club. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, a pleasing medium-bodied cigar with a mix of flavors like cinnamon, graham cracker, herbs, spice, oak, grass, and mild pepper. The latest addition to the Coots Brands is a perfectly balanced cigar with subtle and nuanced flavors blended together nicely. This cigar poses a rich blend of Nicaraguan binders and fillers and featuring an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, greatly recommended for those who simply love the enjoyment of kicking back and getting the full cigar experience. Coots Nicaraguan Blend, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S dot com. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Back to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. If you're just joining us, you probably missed one of the best episodes of Are You Smarter Than a Stripper Ever. Best ever. The ever. No, did, didn't you want to join in, Lam? No, I didn't. I, I was okay I think watching. We I think we should have had Lady M kiss them every time. I know. Time. That would have been fun. I just... I don't. You've, kid, you've, dipped, I have. you've dipped in the lady I pond. I have, but it's been a while. I know you've dipped in the lady no pond. No time to get back on the horse than now. It's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Right. Just start pedaling and see where you fall. It's like riding a bike. Absolutely. Maybe if you got Bye, me on Bye, Laura. Bye. As she leaves the building as pretty as she came in. Prettier. Prettier. Yes. She is one of my favorite guests from Spearman Rhino, I swear. I don't ever get compliments like that. <laughs> you don't ever look like that. I don't. You don't. You come I in know, like you just rolled out of bed. I did. Look how she looks at 10 o'clock in the morning. I know. I should put I mean, more effort A stylish hat, hot dress. Okay. Hello. Come on. Put a little effort in. All right. Fine. Next, next time I come next to the radio happens, show, you know what? I'm wearing heels get, and someone a proposes. Someone proposes, and all of a sudden I don't have to look pretty anymore. I don't. I, I got my sucker. I'm done. He's, I don't you know, have to shave my doesn't legs Doesn't shave anymore. her legs. Doesn't <laughs> do her nails. Her hair's <laughs> never done. What do you want? That's what happens. I know. It's so sad. It's so true. All right. Time for uh, our Blogger's Corner. The sun is so bright! Blogger's Corner. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. 
Now be nice. These guys don't get out too much. One of my favorite intros. I love that one. This week, good old friend of ours and a friend of Kiss My Ash Radio, the Coop himself, William Cooper. What's up, Cigar Coop? Abe, Adam, Emily, how are you doing this morning? How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing a lot better after that last segment. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I don't know if you caught any. Actually, I'm real excited. We're on the eve of IPCPR here, and uh, so I I can't be happier right now. (laughs) I tell you what, did you catch any of that last segment? (laughs) What was it, Hudson River? Uh, what do you say? Well, that was one of uh, Jim's qu- answers. Was the Hudson River? Oh, the Hudson wow. Ocean, Yeah, Hudson yeah. River, Jimmy yeah. was being fair. He was being fair. But I tell you what, man, that was the hottest "Are You Smarter Than a Stripper" segment we've had ever. I know. We have only yet begun to grasp where that can, segment can go. That was very so. Good. Coop. A lot going on with the IPCPR. Some breaking news. Emily gave us. Before the break, yes. Tell um, us. Tell us what's what's with this story about HR and Hiroshi Robaina leaving Kubanicon. Okay, it it wasn't actually something that I broke, but here's what happened. Um, yesterday afternoon, La Polina Cigars announced that Hiroshi Robaina was joining their team, and it was pretty much a they they put an announcement on social media, and it kind of everyone's jaws just dropped when we heard it. Um, there was some follow-up with some sources, but eventually Cigar Aficionado got to Robania, I guess, late yesterday. And they talked to Robania, and he confirmed, basically, that um, he is um, he's, he's leaving. And um, he basically said that as far as the HR brand goes, the brand would be coming with him, and he was saying it was no longer a Kubanicon brand. So... That's that's what we know so far. The other thing we know is that apparently Robania is going to be at the trade show with La Polina. So Cubanacan has an HR brand with him to La Polina. Oh, their side of the story. Yeah, because I think there's already been show deals out that showed HR being sold by Cubanacan. I got one like just yesterday or Thursday that literally had if you buy X HR, buy X HR, whatever it is, you get whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it was all on there. Very interesting we, news. Yeah, and in fact, there was no sign. I mean, you haven't seen Kubanacon slow down, you know, in terms of the HR, promoting the HR. The cigar they've absolutely been promoting. So you, you guys are right now. But something like this, I mean, this isn't like, you know, if Hiroshi's kind of switching who he's going to work for or work with, this ain't something that could be done overnight either. So this is, had to be something that was going on for a while. Wow. Interesting stuff. Very interesting to see how that's going to pan out. And I assume you're going to be in New Orleans? I will be in New Orleans. Going to be doing your coverage for your site there and uh, representing the Cigar Media Association? Yes, yes. So uh, most of the coverage that we'll be doing is very, very... We do most of the product-centric coverage. The idea is to kind of inform folks of of the products that are at the show. So we'll be going... um, for three and a half days straight, just trying to give as much coverage to the products coming out as possible. Seems like there's no slowdown in terms of that this year. No, definitely not. Are there any brands that you're personally excited, looking forward to checking out? I think from as far as the, a cigar right now, 
Padron Damaso, in my book, has got to be the cigar, in my opinion, that's the one I really want to try out. It, it deviates from the whole Padron formula. They, they've not done a Connecticut Shade cigar before. Um, so, you know, it's something that's you know, just very different. They haven't, they've, they've always been known for box pressing. They're doing a rounded cigar here. So from that brand, I'm real, I don't know if I'll get a chance to try it, but in terms of seeing that cigar and what, what, what's going to be the after effects once that's released, very excited about that cigar. For our listeners who don't know, you know, Padron's releasing actually for the first time in their history, basically a completely different line comprised of a Connecticut wrapped cigar. Yeah, the Damaso. The name of it's called the Damaso, which is named after uh, Jose, Jose Padron's grandfather, I want to say. Wow, very cool. Any other things that you're excited about? Or you think are going to be a big buzz? I think um, Davidoff Escurio, which I have already smoked, and I think there's going to be a big buzz around Davidoff Escurio. They've had a great year. This is a very different cigar than Nicaragua. So I think that's what folks have to do. But it's something very different in terms of, again, Davidoff's bringing something very different to the table there. Very true. Cool. Very true. Yep. Are there are there any, is there anything that's a sleeper that we should be looking out for that you work you that's catching your eye? Yeah, um, there's a company and they're right now distributed in your hometown. The name of the company is called Luge, L-U-J. They're making cigars out of the Dominican Republic. They've kind of built a cult following in the Chicago land area. They're they're going to make a push and go national. They're going to be at the show, and I have been real impressed with every release they're, they're bringing. I've had a chance to smoke most of them, and I think this is an absolute sleeper if, if, for folks to check out. Luge, L-U-G? L-U-J. L-U-J, Luge. Now, are, are, are you familiar with their company? Are, can, are they, are they have the production to handle going national? Are they ready? That's a good question. I think they're going to be... I think they'll be more of a boutique company. So I don't. I think they're going to be selective in terms of their retailers. I don't think they're going to be a company that's going to go mass, uh, be able to produce mass quantities. Nor is that their model. You know, they're more of a they're more of a small batch company. Um, now, could they do something? I, so I think they'll be selective with their retailers. The other thing that's interesting is once they run out of tobacco, their philosophy is they retire the brand. So how if we see Whoa. that go forward, that's going to be the big litmus test is, is if they actually go forward with that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that really interesting way to just think of things. It, it is. I kind of like it. But it makes sense because you run out of tobacco, you can't make that that product anymore. It, retire it, it. It makes sense in every aspect other than looming FDA regulation. Mm-hmm. Right. That is going to be very problematic for them. Yeah. Um. Very true. Uh, absolutely. Very no, true. It, it's a very good point. Now, any other uh, any other issues or highlights or topics you want to discuss about coming up on the show? Um, I think really another interesting thing that you'll see, I think this whole limited cigar thing has kind of reached its apex right now. It's and I was very actually talking to Steve Saka, right? <laughs> and Steve Saka made a great point to me. He said that really who, who, every cigar. Who, by the way, has a, new, has a new company. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a new company. He's launching cigars at this year's show. He's coming out of retirement. So Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yes. Are you being serious? Yes. Yeah. Dunbarton yeah. Tobacco and Trust. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. He has uh, two lines, I believe. It's two well, lines. Uh, three, three, I believe. Line, three lines. Well, and... two, one, one of which that is going to be out right away, but then there are two more on the horizon that we're not really sure what he's no, going to do with yet. I had no idea. Yeah, sorry to cut, cut you, Coop. I just wanted to point that out there. No, so no, that's okay. And that Silver Mesa is going to be the one that he's releasing at the show. 
Yes. Um, yeah, but Steve Saka made a real interesting point. He said every, every cigar is a limited cigar in the end. I mean, because you're always going to be constrained by tobacco and resources. So in the end, you, you just can't make an infinite amount of cigars. So now this becomes what I thought about that. I'm saying, yeah, this is, you look at it, now companies can market that to their advantage and, and say, hey, we got this limited product. And then how many times have we seen the limited product come back? We just saw it with Crown Head. I mean, Las Calaveras was supposed to be one and done. Now it's a regular production line. Yeah. Very true. true. Very, very true. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Well, Coop, listen, we look forward to seeing you in uh, pretty much a week. So uh, very cool. How long are you going to be staying there? Are you going to stay the duration of the show? Yeah, I'm actually getting in on – I'm actually driving there. Um, I get Ooh. in on Friday, Ooh. and I'm leaving right after the show ends on Tuesday. It, there's no point staying before or after if there's limited places to smoke. So I, I really yeah. am – I'm probably just going to get out of town right after that. Got a CMA question for you as part of the Cigar Media Association. Uh, how yep. does you and your group uh, feel about the job that the, the new president we had on our show earlier, Mark Purcell, has done with the IPCPR? I think he's done a great job. I, re- I really do. He he came in his first year, and you know he's dealing with first of all all the problems of putting this show in New Orleans, right? Which you know yeah. this is probably Not the easy. more difficult location because of the smoke the smoking regulations. Um, he's dealing, obviously, with, with this looming threat of FDA regulation. And I think he's done a fantastic job. I mean, they've really tried to mitigate where, you know, mitigate the impact of the smoking ban for a lot of folks. So I like the fact he, like you were talking about it earlier, they're trying to make this more of an event. You know, they're putting a concert in there. Um, I love the fact that they combine the, um, the, the FDA piece with the um, opening gala. I think that was a brilliant move. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, are you going to the concert? Um, I am not going to the concert. I have a conflict, so I, I will not well, be able to go. But um, if I would, I would go if I, if I, you know, if I didn't have the conflict. Well, listen. As always, Coop, pleasure to have you on the show. We'll see you in a week, and we'll see you in New Orleans, my friend. Yeah, are you broadcasting from there? No, because the, there's no show on Saturday, so we really got yeah. our shows done yeah, live. Tough, yeah. You know, we, yeah, if there was a if there was a day on the floor where the show was open and you know it was on a Saturday, we would, we would probably would have done it. We were talking about getting a little Volkswagen bus and just doing a road trip down to New Orleans, but there's nothing going on Saturday for us to broadcast. So we might do some footage and just post it on their web and our social media. But we'll be there. We'll be there in heart and spirit for sure. And look forward to seeing you. Keep up the great work, guys who are listening. Please check out his site. He's got a great site. It's cigar-coop.com. Thanks a lot. Thanks, everyone. Take care. All right. We'll see him there. Up ahead in our final segment, we're going to see who belongs, courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars in a Cigar Insane Asylum, right after this. Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. If you created the Aging Room Small Batch Cigar Line, the highest rated boutique cigar brands of our times, what would you do next? Well, if you're Raphael Nodal from Boutique Blend Cigars, you would combine your three most important passions of your life, Cuba, music, and cigars, and create a new classic, La Boheme Cigars. La Boheme is Raphael's take on the golden age of Cuban cigars. La Boheme is a sophisticated blend of extra-aged and hard-to-find tobacco from the Dominican Republic, a medium-bodied cigar. 
rich in flavors, reminiscent of the island he left 35 years ago in a small boat with his family. Why wait for the embargo to be lifted? Smoke Lob OM today. Blending is in our DNA. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio. A full-flavored yet smooth smoke, which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sungrown or Maduro. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential. The Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience, with balance, complexity, and character. Aging Room Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Radio. I'm your host, Honest Dave, with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. You know, I, I'm very impressed. You were very unterritorial today with two great people. Uh-huh, I know, because I'm so territorial. You are very territorial. No, yes, you have. No, uh, yes. We have you on video walking around the premises, peeing all over the quarters. <laughs> so we know yeah, how territorial it is. It's on tape. Yes. 
But yeah, you handle yourself very, very well. That's funny. Very proud. Uh, Zycar winner, we have Kevin Mertzliff. 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 From, uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Kevin, congratulations. You have won our Zycar package today. Well done, sir. As always, the fine folks at Zycar, makers and cutters and lighters, guaranteed for life. Um, so, it's time to find out, courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars, who in the world this week belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Well, we have we have a double whammy for you this week. We have two winners. I got one. Lady M, you want to start I'll off? I'll start, yeah. I don't know. This video went viral on Thursday, but um, a male restaurant manager was caught on video punching a female employee during an altercation <laughs> over the young woman quitting in the middle of her shift. Uh, the video was sent to Gawker by a customer that was sitting there in the Panera in New York. Oh, my God. Panera? In a Panera. In a Panera. Um, if you watch the video. Pull it up. I want to see this it's video. Hilar- it's not hilarious, but it's insane. I, the hilarious is not the right word. She was, <laughs> he, was, he was getting in an altercation with her, and she kind of did a first swing at first, but then he just turned around and just, boom, backhanded her. Well, she swung at him first? Yeah. Oh, well, she got it coming in. No. Oh, my God. What are you mm, about? It was terrible. Never, I don't care what happens. You can't hit a lady. You can't. The, the, the Florida State. I believe in equal rights. No, the Florida University guy, yeah. um, the, the quarterback, couldn't get to the bar, and it was caught on uh, surveillance. And this girl was arguing with him, whatever, and she I, you could tell there was words. He turned around and just punched her. Well, she swung first. In a very drunk girl fashion. But you just said to yeah, him. Yeah, you said you could, there's no instance where you could hit a lady. <laughs> I know. And thus, I'm still not saying he did anything right, and that's why I'm saying he was still in the wrong. No, yeah, completely. Listen, I'm a believer if you engage in physical violence, then be prepared to take it back. I don't care if you're a lady, child, whatever. Uh, read yours. I'll pull this up. All right. Well, who's the name of the guy? Oh, they didn't release the oh, name. Oh, they didn't say? This, is, this one's insane. I really can't believe this. This happened in Turkey. All right. The Turkish Coast Guard rescued a 10-month-old baby, okay, who was floating out in the open ocean towards Greece. Yeah. After her sunbathing parents let her play alone, they forgot they left her in the water, BNG News reports. On Friday, the Ilgin family visited a beach in Turkey's northwest province where they let baby Melda float unsupervised in nearby water. Now, the girl was in a flotation device made to hold the baby and keep him afloat. But northerly winds picked up, and suddenly the family did not notice the infant drifting towards the open sea in the direction of the Greek island of Lesbos. Is that crazy? Like, how do you just not, uh, like, watch your kid? Isn't that like the mother's primary instinct is, my child is there, 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 my child is there. It's utterly insane. I mean, I I don't know if there's a... Ten months old. It's crazy. Well, you know, the Ilgin family, you definitely, without a doubt, belong in a cigar insane, insane asylum. asylum. Bye, Mary Jane. Bye, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday. Tuesday. Am I invited? You nope. know what? No. I will have to admit, this proposal, you just become a 
non-fun person. You know what? That you is, wouldn't the go. Proposal if I invited you. He doesn't invite me anymore to anything. Baloney. He just I've invited that I've got, you and you don't, don't wanna... go. We went to casino night. You didn't want to come. I've invited you. Don't lie. You just become more domesticated. That's all. I have, but that doesn't mean that I. You should just stop inviting me. I though. always There's invite always, you. There might be that night. Where I always Duncan's invite away you. Look, or I'm bored upset. or whatever. I always invite you. You say no a lot. That's all. I, I do. didn't say I wouldn't but invite you. But don't stop inviting me. <laughs> I will not stop inviting Lady M. So have you found the video? I yeah. want to see this. So, so this girl decides she wants to quit during the middle of the shift. Which, come on, don't do that. Well, it's happened. It oh, happens yeah. all the I, time. I had, I had an employee once who said, yeah, I got to go out to my car. I'll be right back. Oh. Well. Boom. He, like, throws her. Oh! Dude. But she wasn't, like, she wasn't cheaply swinging, man. She was flailing at him. She was And flailing. he went twice and threw two haymakers at her. No, this guy didn't. Like, this is when it started. Look. Oh, and she starts going away, and he pushes her, and bam! Oh, God, he knocked her out. He yeah. went way back, and then he got a bunch of people pushing her. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. You just and he's like throwing her around. Yeah, you don't do that. Look at all the staff freaking out. They all pin him up. And if the you wall. heard the audio, there's a guy in the background that says, "Don't hit her, don't hit her." And then the guy goes, "Boom!" And hits her. It's what like, in the world could Panera, happen at a Panera Bread Panera to the out. point of where you want to punch the employee? I mean, come wow. on. It's Panera Bread. Threw some bags. Oh, he threw her out the door. She came back after he threw her out. Oh, that's uh, that poster. Either way, you both, y'all belong in a cigar and seal inside them. You're whack jobs. That's these segments brought to you courtesy of CLE and Asylum Cigars. Next week, it will be the best of, as the Brewmeister and myself will be in Narlins uh, at the annual IPCPR trade show and hopefully bring you coverage uh, the week after that. What are you going to do with your free week off, Lady M? It's not really a. F- do, I ha- do I have the week off? You have Saturday off of KMA. Oh, I don't going to come other... in? Are you going to come in and do the show by do, yourself? No, but do I get the days off while you guys are in New Orleans? Do you have no work to do? I could, I could make, I could do all of my work right now. That no. really says a lot about your no, job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, but I, it would be nice. Truth I, in every lie. True in the truth in every lie. What a great statement. I like that. I'm going to make that a T-shirt. Truth in every lie. Poker. I don't even know her. All right, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll catch you back in two weeks after we get back from New Orleans. Uh, next week, John, our producer, will be doing a best of. And um, we all hope you did have a good 4th of July. We were off last week, too, and enjoyed the... Uh, did you... The fireworks. I'm sorry, real quick. We got, we got 40 yeah, we seconds. Yeah, we got time. Um, did you guys set off fireworks, 4th of July? I don't do fireworks. I don't either. I stay I'm, I'm, far I'm clear away with from fireworks. them. So I watch them. Two football players... Well, two people had set fireworks off of their head and their chest. Both died. And then two football players... Off their head and their chest yeah, and died. and died. Well, why? Right. And then two football players shot off fireworks and lost their fingers. That's why I don't mess with fireworks. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I'm not messing with anything highly explosive made by the most underpaid people in the corners of China. No thank you. Yeah. Okay? It's bad enough that we send up space shuttles made by the lowest bidder. You know what I mean? I know. These little explosive devices made by people in China. I see them in the factory. I can just see them. Oh, yeah, I messed with this American. I'm going to make this one explode. Well, you know? and then, yeah, yeah. Please no. send all hate mail to John at <laughs> kmaradio.com. And any racist comments will be reviewed later on. That's John, J-O-N, at kmaradio.com. In my closing statements, uh, you know, life is short. Never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anyone doesn't like it, Challenge. just tell them to kiss your ash. Be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out.
My big cigar. My cigar. 